No mai, hardy mai, kitane hotaka. Welcome to the panel. RNZ National Wallace Chapman here. Now, roadwork road work closures on Auckland's motorways include a full closure in both directions between Silverdale and Puhoi. So watch for that. Silverdale and Puhoi road closures both directions. And annual maintenance means an overnight closure of State Highway 2 Wairoa Bridge. That's between Te Puna and Bethlehem, scheduled for tonight from 8pm until 5am. All right, coming up, uh, that just after four, the Reserve Bank has raised the official cash rate to 5.5%. What does that mean for you? We talk about that uh, right after the news. And it caused an outcry, didn't it? Paola, the Kiwi, sat on a table under bright lights in the US Zoo, patted by the public. According to the dock site, there are about 70,000 Kiwi left, but we are losing around 20 Kiwi per week. That on the panel. And National uses AI-generated photos of people for ad campaigns. An inspired adoption of new tech or utterly creepy? Your views most welcome. And when you think of the great wine capitals, you think Bordeaux, France, Napa Valley, USA. Well, guess who joins the list? Hawke's Bay. We talk about that. And we got talking in the office today. What did you play in the school production. I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye. I'm, I'm late, late, I'm late, I'm late. Me, the smoking blue caterpillar in the intermediate school production of Alice in Wonderland. What about you? What did you play in your school production? Text me 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Sue Kesley, women's advocate, director, author and former Green MP. Kia ora, Sue. Ah, kia ora, Wallace. Good to be back. Lovely to have you here. Also to Connor English, who's director of Silverine, a government relations and communications firm and chairman of Agribusiness NZ. Connor, welcome. G'day. G'day. Yeah, great to be here. Lovely to have Sue and Connor with me this afternoon. Now, to this. These days, heat pumps are the norm for most households, but head to trade me, you'll see quite a surprising number of unflued gas heaters for sale. They're the ones with the LPG bottle at the back and a red hot grill at the front. What's wrong here? Well, it turns out that these heaters do emit gas and moisture, and that can <coughs> impact respiratory health. And alongside that, using one will actually make your health damper. With us is Letitia Harding, Chief Executive of the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation. Kia ora, Letitia. Kia ora, Willis. It's quite surprising that there are quite a number in the market because there was a bit of a word around these a few years ago, wasn't there? Yeah, actually for many years we've been advocating to get rid of these unflued gas heaters from the market and, um, you know, they're still being sold from the likes of Trade Me. Um, other retailers, of course, have stopped selling them um, of their own accord, which is great, but they are still out there. What about in Australia? Do they use them there? Um, some of the states have looked at um, banning them. I think New South Wales was one of the, the first to look at that, but uh, and also Canada in certain parts. So it's, no. it's been on the agenda for a, for a long time, and we know the health effects um, you know, for respiratory isn't good. Uh, so we would like to see that banned, and it's certainly on our political manifesto as well, this election year. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about these uh, LPG um, uh, fueled heaters. What makes these harmful? 
Yeah, so actually the last um, census showed we still had around five and a half households using these unclued gas heaters. Five and a half households? And, yeah, five and a half percent. Sorry. So, yeah, yeah, five and a half percent. So, I mean, that's still quite a lot. Um, and the problem is with the high asthma and respiratory rates, which we do have, uh, you know, you're talking about one in eight adults having asthma and 15% of Kiwis over 45 having COPD. So we've got quite high respiratory rates. These are something which, you know, really shouldn't be used. They emit uh, carbon monoxide, nitrogen dioxide and other volatile organic compounds which go into the air as well as the water vapour oh. to make the homes damp. So not a good thing, Wallace. Okay, yes. Sue, Kishley, I don't know if you grew up uh, having one of these in your home or... Fortunately not. But um. I think what's puzzling is that, um, you know, we've known about this, the government's known about it and about the harms for years but hasn't done anything at all about it. And, and, it, and you know, the, you, the concern is that Trade Me is um, selling these things on their website, but they've got a policy that any item that can be legally sold in New Zealand can be listed on its website. So I think really we need to be asking why do we allow these products, which we know cause harm, to be legally sold? And as you say, uh, Letitia, why, why can't we just ban them outright? Or if the government is averse to a ban, why can't they just offer to exchange the, I think there's about 90,000 unflued heaters still in New Zealand why can't they just offer to exchange those for oh. fluid or electric heaters? Some sort of program Letitia. Mm-hmm. Yeah and, and actually you know the, the warehouse actually introduced that in June yeah. last year which was fantastic um, you know but, where they could go in and swap them for an electric heater I mean you know that, that's a, a, a retailer doing that off their own bat but you know Sue's right we've known about the, the harmful effects of these years. There was um, unfortunately uh, a death of an elderly gentleman in Christchurch in 2019 uh, due to the carbon monoxide poisoning from these. Uh, so, it, And the sad thing is that they often are being used in sort of lower socioeconomic areas um, and because they're cheap, you know, and, and that's not good enough. Connor, ever use one of these? Uh, no, I haven't, and I'm, and I'm pretty pleased I haven't because it sounds like it's not too good for your health. Letitia, I have used one of these oh. in my student days in, uh, in Dunedin and Brown Street there. What was weird about them is that it didn't make the room feel that warm. In fact, um, it, was, it, made the, it made the room feel quite clammy and a little mm-hmm. bit... Smelly, I, was it? Yeah, and dare I say damp. Mm. Yeah, no, you're actually right. And look, I mean, I, I grew up in South Auckland and we used one as well. We used to put a, a bowl of water on the top to um, try and get rid of, you know, some of the, the smell that can come from it, which, you know, the nitrous dioxide can actually have a bit of an odour. So, you know, they, they are used and, you know, they shouldn't be. I mean, there's no reason for these to be on the market now. All right. So um, for those, uh, while you're here, uh, you are the Chief Executive of the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation. And uh, what would, for those who do suffer from respiratory issues, what is an optimum style of, you know, heating for your home? Yeah, look, I mean, the electric heaters are um, are better to have, obviously, than these unflued ones or having a, a fluid heating system within the house. Uh, but I think that, we, you know, we've just got to really 
educate and make sure people realise the negative effects of these on respiratory health. And I don't even know if they're that cost-effective anymore because, you know, the swap-out gas cylinders, I don't know if you use them for your barbecue, but they're not cheap themselves. So, you know, I don't know about the cost-benefit anyway. Aaron on Twitter says the last time I saw one of those old LPG LPG heaters was inside SPQR. Now, for those who don't know... (laughs) SPQR, still going, a very famous... Fancy um, cafe. Yeah. They, well, I haven't been there for years, so, um, but made good pizzas. I don't know if they're still there. Very good to have you on the program, Letitia, uh, and thanks for, um, uh, thanks for reminding us of the, uh, the issues around this. Thanks, Wallace. So there we have it, um, unflued gas heaters. Hey, uh, by the way, a big response to regarding what you were in your school play... As a 10-year-old, I was cast as the Angel Gabriel in our school nativity play. My five brothers sat in the front row of the audience and spent the whole performance trying to make me laugh. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, um, yeah, and also a lot about these um, jolly um, uh, heaters. Anyway, it is time for the part of the, pl- uh, the, 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 the uh, I was going to say, school play, the show where we do, I've been <coughs> thinking, Sue Kesley. Take it away. Well, Wallace, I've been thinking about how much I support the Asthma Society, which, of course, has just been on, and and other public groups, I might say, who are calling for a ban on disposable vapes because I get that vaping helps addicted smokers give up cigarettes, but what I can't get my head around is the fact, on the one hand, we've got one of the toughest regulatory regimes in the world around cigarettes, we effectively, you know, ban young people from buying them. But on the other hand, we've got one of the most lenient regimes in the world around vaping. So we've allowed these vaping shops, smart, you know, marketed vaping shops to mushroom all over New Zealand. I mean, you can barely go into a small town without all these vaping shops. Everywhere, aren't they? They're everywhere. And and this hands-off lax policy has resulted in this epidemic of youth vaping. Uh, We've now got 20% of 14 and 15-year-olds vaping regularly. So it's like we've just replaced one addiction with another. So I say, yes, let's ban cheap disposable vapes, which are clearly fueling vaping amongst the young, and I might say they're an environmental disaster. But I think we need to go much further and stipulate that vaping products are a tool for smoking cessation, and as such, they can only be sold in pharmacies. I mean, how do you claim that you've got a smoking cessation product and then it's it's sold in these upmarket cool vaping stores all over New Zealand. It let's doesn't remind, make sense. Let's remind ourselves. So uh, the the issue here, eh? They um, w- there was a time in the eighties where you would see many teenagers uh, having a cigarette. Uh, the rate of smoking amongst youth has bottomed out. Absolutely, isn't it's been that, a great success. Isn't that to be absolutely applauded? And because it's far more dangerous than vaping. You know, we, 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 I get all that. And I get that we've had a tremendous success. We're held up as a sort of model in the world for our toughness on uh, cigarette smoking. So why are we so lenient on vaping? Okay. I mean, you can't pretend that vaping is only smoking cessation when it's sold in every nook and cranny in New Zealand. But if we think of the unintended consequences, if you don't make vaping 
absolutely available will we get to our smoke free well, goal? Well, it will be available. There are pharmacies all over New Zealand. Okay. All right, now just some news before we go to Connors, just some breaking news that the two men charged with killing Christchurch teenager Connor Whitehead in 2021 have both been found guilty of manslaughter, not murder by 12 jurors. Daniel and Nelson Sparks and Joshua David Craig Smith have stood trial in the Christchurch High Court charged with the murder of the 16-year-old outsider party in the suburb of Casebrook in November 2021. No doubt you'll hear more in the news about that. All right, Connor English, I've been thinking. Uh, well, look, I, I was in Dunedin last week and it got me thinking about... Um, good town. Yeah, good great city. town. Yeah, it got me thinking about our innovation and weightless exports because we uh, they fly under the radar because we spent some time with um, Serene Taylor down there of Animated Research and uh, he's he's an energizer bunny if I've ever uh, yes. seen one. He's a, you know amazing innovator and social entrepreneur. But, you know, they're doing graphics for not only the America's Cup, but PGA, golf, every major league game in the US, you know, 17 games at a time. And and when it comes to weightless exports, you know, he has done a fantastic uh, job for New Zealand. But he took us, after we sort of spent a bit of time at his place here, he took us over to this other guy who I'd never heard of called Damien Van Brandenburg. And they designed this incredible building, uh, the Melfrog campus in Shenzhen in, in China. Wow. That took 16 years to build and design and build and cost hundreds of millions of bucks. Uh, but it was all di- designed in a basement in, in New Zealand, and it's just an incredibly amazing uh, building. And so it's sort of, you know, there's a couple of people that are just doing incredible things in New Zealand, and I think sometimes we forget how innovative and uh, productive and entrepreneurial uh, we are as as Kiwis, and I just think we need a lot more people like like Ian and Damien, and and let them go for it, so we can you know improve our weightless exports and earn some and some money to pay a few bills back here. I think it's fantastic. Many a time I've been actually using Dunedin as a, a case in point, seen some real tech there. There's a lot of interesting mm. biotech happening there. Really interesting research coming out of the University of Otago as well, and this stuff often you don't hear about and. It's quite extraordinary, and it does make news overseas, but less so here, Connor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. so so more power to their arm, and, and it's great, you know, because they're running businesses that kids want to go and work in and stay here in New Zealand and produce things that they can export overseas in a weightless way. So Good it's great. On you. Good on you. Um, yeah, all right, so the, um, the, the, the school plays. I played Jesus Christ in the Easter <laughs> Shadow Play at Intermediate because I was the tallest, says Paul. So... What were you in your school production? I'd love to hear from you. Text me at 2101. You're on the panel on RNZ National.